Let's go. Escobar on the beat. King Legend Talks. Fire Radio. 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 King Legend Talks. Appreciate you for being here today. How you feel? Appreciate you for having me, man. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. That's all I can say. Blessed. <laughs> awesome. Real. Awesome. Everybody, this is the one and only Fit by Jag. I don't know if you follow him on Instagram or not, <laughs> but you need to. If you're not, I'm trying to tell you, he got a lot of things going on. Uh, we did a giveaway for the podcast um, a few weeks ago, and this guy right here has so much support, man. When I tell you, everybody, their mamas was up in here commenting, Thanks. dropping a whole paragraph supporting you, my guy. Thanks. How did it feel to when you when you saw all of those comments, man? As a person out here just trying to make it and, and, and make a difference, how did it feel when you saw that feedback? And to be honest with you, it, it felt good that people view me like that. Like, I don't really, I don't, from the type of person I don't really care how people view me, I'm always going to be me. But to see that in a positive way, it lets me know that I'm doing, I'm heading in the right direction and I'm doing the right thing. It's Absolutely. It makes me feel good. It's kind of like confirmation. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. <laughs> um, you, you just said heading in the right direction, man. Let's let's talk about yes. your journey. Where have you come from? Where where have yes. you been? What's going on? Let, let's, <laughs> let's talk about it, man. Let, take me back. To the beginning, the roots. Man, listen, roots, born and raised right here in Atlanta, Georgia, last of a dying breed. You feel me? Um, man, I mean, I I could start from high school to college. My, okay, school, what was high school like? High school was lit, man. I went to Tucker High School. Um, played football actually. Uh, had a you know had a great career in football. Um, unfortunately, I lost me and my brother lost our mother when I was in high school. And to be honest with you, when I lost my mom's, that's when a lot of things. Yeah, that's rough, man. Around for me, man. Um, I ended up quitting football my senior year, and which was crazy because it's like, yo, you talented, you can actually go play ball wherever you want to play. Mm -hmm. But you know, when I lost my mom's, I kind of lost the ball. That was my cheerleader. That was, yeah. that, was the, that was one of the main reasons I. I play sports because of mom dudes. You know, dad was definitely in my life. Dad was a supportive as well. Mom and dad was married uh, for 20 years. But my mom was just, it was different. You feel yeah. me? 
Ain't nobody like your mama, man. That's that Thanks. connection, man. Thanks, man. It ain't nothing like moms, man. You know, when I lost her, I quit football. And not knowing at a young age, football kept me grounded from street activity, to be honest mm -hmm. with you. you yeah. Know, once I'm done with football, you know, after school, I got a car. I can go and do whatever I please. You know, I can do whatever I want. I can go hang around the gangsters. I can go hang around the thugs. I can go hang around the fast right. money, the fast cars, the fast everything. And gotcha. that's what I was doing at a young age. So now I wanna um I don't wanna spend too much time on it because I understand that right. was a hard time in your life. Right. Right. But I don't I, I definitely don't wanna skip over the emotions that you were feeling in that time when you lost your mother. Um, because a lot of people may have be going through that right now. Facts. And and what would you say to that person that may have had a similar situation that just happened recently? Keep God first and make sure and pray and ask God to surround you with people who's going to uplift you. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that was my situation. It was just I didn't do that until another situation popped up. Right. You so me? you so learned that later on. I learned that later on in life. I was just kind of going through the motion. Don't go, just don't go through the One of my favorite sayings is you go through it, you got to grow through it as yeah. well. Um, so I would definitely suggest, you know, keeping God first, stay prayed up. But then at the same time, that prayer definitely needs to be surround me with people mm -hmm. who, who want to help God me. And um, that yeah. can just pretty much keep you lifted up in prayer for strength and guidance. So absolutely. Get a mentor. Definitely it's, get a mentor. Definitely, man. Having a mentor in your corner can help you get through a lot of experiences in your life, man, because I find that it's best to learn from other people's experiences, you know, because they may have already crossed that path that you want. And, mm -hmm. and you, know, so you never know how much um, the words of somebody else who's been there can really influence mm -hmm. and help you uh, move forward in your journey. Um, so now moving through high school after this just took place, man, I, I want to really tap into the state of mind because on, on this show, what we like to do, we like to really get down to the, the, the journey. When I say the roots, I mean like yeah. that, that ugly place that you really don't want to talk about because right. that I find from experiences that that's where people really relate the most. And that's where mm -hmm. you really can hit home with somebody and really make an impact on their life. You never know who's listening exactly on the other side of this conversation that may really be in a dark place right now. So um, I try to do everything possible. You never, never know bro, who this could be for. So the, in that dark moment, you know, moving forward, you, you, you had to get to a point where you was like, either I'm going to stay stuck in it or I'm going to use it. I'm going I'm to I'm uh, uh, do something with this feeling or this pain that I have right now to move forward. Um, can you kind of guide me through that next step from there? Um, I mean, after that, after that situation, after my mom passed away, you know, I was in college, and it was a lot of emotion. I felt right. like I was just going, to be honest with you, through the motion. Let me go mm -hmm. to college because that's what she wanted me to do. But at the same time, I'm mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally, all over the place. Right. Going to my, and it didn't feel good to where I started, like I said, I started getting two different activities to try to, well, let me try this because this might make sense. This might make me feel better, but not really knowing you know, this is actually harming me more so than helping me. 
So trying to find a way to cope with it. Exactly. To cope Got with you. it. Definitely okay. trying to find a way to cope with it. And and um like I said, I got into some activities that I probably shouldn't have done, but I, I don't regret anything at all because it's who it I got, am. It made you who you are. Exactly. So exactly. so now moving forward from that place, you know, and, and you engaging in the stuff that you say you probably shouldn't have been. Um, what lessons from that moment would you give to somebody that could be in that place? You know, um, they're just acting out right now because they yeah. are so upset. You know, what, what would you tell that person? Find a community. It takes a village. I mean, you know, it, it's this quote is in the Bible. It takes a village to raise a kid, even though that person might not be a kid, but it still takes a village mm-hmm. to help whoever, to help regardless, right. whether you're an adult, whether you're a kid, whether you're black, whether you're white, whether you're Hispanic. It takes a village, yo. And yeah. again, the person you see right here today, uh, it took it took a village to even where I'm at today, from friends, from family members, from other loved ones, the people here at my gym. So yeah. I would definitely say find that village, find find those people again who who want to see you do positive in life, who wants to pray over you, who wants to help you move forward with everything. So uh, absolutely, man. And then. When you make that progress and you and you see the difference in your life, when you see that change in your life, man, and you know you've been through so much. Yeah. <laughs> how does it feel? How does it man, feel? Listen, listen, every day I walk into my gym, I take like a moment of silence. It's kind of like a meditation day, and I just, I just thank God, man. I literally close my eyes and just thank God. I'm like, wow, like, yeah, you opened this door for me. I was able to move forward from that situation. And I'm a young black entrepreneur here in Atlanta. Right. <laughs> and it's thriving. Man. Like I'm not, I try not to gas myself up. My friends think I don't give myself enough credit, but I'm actually like, I'm actually proud of me and my brother of what we built here. In Absolutely. Atlanta, so, Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> man. So, so what was that, that leap of faith moment for you? Cause every entrepreneur has that one moment in their life where they know I might have to risk it all. Yeah, but it's all or nothing. <laughs> so let's talk about that moment. What was that leap of faith for you? Man, that leap of faith. To be honest with you, it was it was easy. It okay. was easy for me. Um, I hated my jobs. Oh God, I hated them, but I appreciate them as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason I say the leap of faith was easy because I I knew what I wanted to do, and right. I told myself in order for this to work a hundred percent. I have to let go of these other jobs because, I mean, let's face it, if I would have gave this business 50% and the job I was working 50%, my business is only going to grow 50%. It would have been mediocre. Exactly. I've never yeah. seen somebody go after their dreams and aspirations 100% and they don't get anything back in return. I've mm. never seen that. I've That's never deep. seen that. That's a bar right there. That's For a real? bar. Yeah. I've never seen that. So I told myself, and I told my job, I'm go. <laughs> I'm out of right. here. You know, I, I got something else going on. Um, and of course, easier said than done. I, I'm not gonna lie, I'm human. I still had a little butterflies, but at the same time, I'm like, man, what if this don't work? But also in the back of my head, it's like, what if it do? This, this go it now, nah, it's gonna work. <laughs> yeah, it ain't, got, it ain't got no choice. Ain't no plan B. Plan A is gonna work. So yeah, man. Yeah. You know, they say plan B is kind of like a little cancer because it's a slow stump to your growth you don't know because you're always relying on something else to help you you know it's a fail safe what gives you a false sense of security 
because yeah. to get where you want to go and that where you have that dream to go, you have to let something stay in the past and move forward. You know, sometimes you can't have one foot in the door and one foot out the door. Facts. You're gonna be stuck in the middle. Facts. You know. That's why I said I got I I gotta give it a hundred percent. Yeah. And um and I'm still doing that to this day. I still I still go a hundred percent with everything we have going on here, everything I have going on with my brand. Mm-hmm. Um it's it's no difference. And to be honest with you, the grind is actually a lot more. <laughs> right. Man, I I say shout out to all the fitness coaches, fitness trainers out there because y'all have the most important job in the world. <laughs> like when I say that, I mean just think about it. Like how many lives you impact without even trying. Like you you generally almost donate yourself to other people in their in their fitness journey. You know, people come to you with all different starting points like some people maybe they were the athlete and they just trying to maintain what they got you got other people that maybe were just straight up out of shape 800 pounds and they're like look man help me i done tried it all i don't know what else to do this is my last resort (laughs) if you don't work nothing will and i'm going to a depression you just never know and so you you never know what somebody is actually going through that walk through your doors man um Right, and that's why I tell people I take I take my job very serious. The word personal trainer, mm-hmm. that first word personal, we gonna get personal. Right, this is this is now a relationship. So I need to know what's going on with you because again, to, to me, fitness also saved my life. Mm-hmm. Fitness saved my life. Me doing five years in prison, what kept me sane, what kept me motivated, what kept me, you gonna be home one day was fitness, was working out. I literally used to work out in my cell and picture me owning a gym, me working out in my gym. Right. Um, and that's when, and that was something I was going through internally. And I told myself, if that, if that helped me out, maybe if I become a trainer, maybe if I can open up my own gym, I can touch people more than the physical aspect. I can touch people mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially mm-hmm. and physically every aspect you can name it right again because that's what it did for me um and it, it, it does that to a lot of people that actually come through these doors so uh yeah i believe it important job. <laughs> <laughs> i believe it i mean <laughs> i keep going back to the comments that you know people were showing their amount of support for you and i was just looking at each comment like man he had such a huge impact because like when i was reading some of them i was like I know some people just comment in the comment, and I know other people is like, nah, they meant that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that I, was I serious. Up, man. I teared up on some of them, because I'm just like, dang, that's how y'all feel about me? Like, Yeah, some, man. Excuse my language, that's some real shit. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's that's real awesome, man. So, like, let's take me to the point where you, you like, you got your first client. You know, because that's a big deal. That's a big yeah. deal. We can't skip over the first one. You know what I'm saying? Because that's a that's a hit or miss. I don't know. I'm just gonna go off on faith and see if I I, I believe I have all the training and experience I need for this. What is that moment like for you? <laughs> so my first client, to, and this is even before my gym. Before my gym, I started training people in literally in the basement of my dad's house. That's how dedicated I was. That's I, the grind I, right there. I, I didn't have no pride. Like y'all, I gotta get it. That's what I want to do. Right. Uh, but my first client actually with the high school, her Crystal, Crystal Fowler, uh, she gave me a chance. 
she gave me a shot. You know, she knew I played football. She saw my body come home, saw my body change, and she was trying out for the Atlanta Falcons. So she was like, yo, I'm trying out for the Atlanta Falcons cheerleading team. I need to lose some weight. I need to, you know, tone up a little. Can you help me? And, of course, I'm just like, we could try. <laughs> you know, I don't know if I know what I'm doing, but we can try. And, right. Um, unfortunately, she didn't make the team, but she didn't make the team not because she didn't lose the weight. She just didn't make the team because, unfortunately, she's a darker skin complexion, and you know how that goes. Of course. Um, but politics. Politics, yeah. And, yeah. But as far as the weight, it made me feel great because when she did lose the weight and she looked good, I'm just like, oh, I can, I can do this. And right. The personality. Oh, let's, let's like it's one thing when it works for yourself, <laughs> but when you see it work for somebody else, that's a big deal. That is a big deal because everybody's body is different. Everybody has different fitness goals. Everybody has just completely different bodies. Everybody's right. body doesn't work the same. Everybody can't eat the same thing. Everybody can't do the same movements because somebody might have a knee problem, a back issue, or that movement their lower body might grow faster than their upper body, you know, so mm -hmm. it's, it's literally a science behind it. Absolutely. It's a science behind it, so. so. So let's talk about finding your gym, man, like the, the building blocks of it. You know, what was that process like for you? I, I know I asked a lot yeah. of questions, no, but I like good. to know the whole let's process. Because, you see, you just, like I said before earlier, you never know what stage no. somebody is in in their journey. And so when I interview people, I like to get as much as part of the journey as I can because it may be for that one person that may be in that moment right now. And they're like, oh, well, let me try that because I never thought of it that way. So that's mm -hmm. why I always ask about the, the, we're on the journey here. We're on the path. We did. So now we at the yeah. part of your journey where we're talking about finding that building. You was in the garage. Yeah. Now you're making that transition to get in an actual gym. And and I unless you own a whole bunch of properties before, that that's probably a very intimidating <laughs> process. It is, man. Um, me and my brother were were stressed because we we went through a company called T Dallas and Smith. One of our good friends works for them. They're like one of the biggest commercial real estate firms here, mm -hmm. and he was helping us out. And it it was stressful. And I say it was stressful because you want to make sure when you. When you're starting your business, location means everything. I will Absolutely. say that again. Location means everything. Do we have a street view? Do we have good signage? What side of town is this on? You know, all type of stuff. So it was a little stressful because we we went through trying to find the right building. Um, we're actually located right now in North Decatur, Georgia, Um we can call it North Decatur, Scottdale, Georgia. They kind of revamped the area, but if okay. you're from Atlanta, Scottdale, Scottdale used to Scottdale used to be the hood. Yeah, <laughs> used to be the hood. So when we found this building, I was kind of like, "You were skeptical." You sure? Like I talked to them, I was like, "You sure you want to this this it?" Right. And, and they work out know, in the hood too. <laughs> they they do they do but, probably you know, more than anywhere else. Yeah, to be honest, they, they do. <laughs> <laughs> They got to. It's a survival. They do, man. But when we found the building, um, I definitely prayed about it. Uh, like I like I said before, I said it in my post that I just posted. Prayer is powerful, man. I, I pray about everything, uh, mm -hmm. whether it's negative, whether it's positive. I pray about everything that I go through in life. And right. once I prayed about it, I felt like God was like, "This is it. Um, this is it." Now that process 
actually building it out, getting contractors. Mm -hmm. That's a whole nother story. Cause listen, it's so much to it. Ooh. It's so much to it. Listen, handy. Got to make sure everything is handicap certified. Right. Make sure you got this paperwork, and oh, before you can even do anything, you better make sure you have the fire marshal come out, check everything. Um, you know, make sure you you pretty much you do all the testing stuff in order to get your business of occupancy uh, paperwork. Right. So now, once you got yourself in that in that situation, because it's a lot to process, man. Once you once you get a business, man, it's so much stuff that you become. You realize you go from wearing one hat. To wearing twenty, especially when you're doing it with a small team, you go Listen. from wearing every hat. You become a janitor. You become a Listen. painter. You become a contract. You become it all to yeah. save money. I mean, you're trying to cut where you can just to be profitable. A lot of people be in debt before they start, and that's just the reality of it. You know, you got to spend money to make money. Um, so let's get it to the grand opening. You know, that first day you open up that gym, you done went through so much. Like, yeah. I'm talking from the garage <laughs> to, you know, just the experiences in jail and, and just the 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 whole nine yards. And then now it's grand opening, that moment. I mean, first of all, before you answer that, how was your clientele before you got the business actually going with a building? So my clientele was actually... It was actually pretty big. And I say that because, um, let me kind of bounce back a little bit. I was training out of my dad's house for a while. But mm -hmm. after that, I had met another gym owner who already owned his gym. Um, okay. There's a gym here in Atlanta called Gym 360, Wilbert Little. And to this day, man, I thank God for placing him in my path. Right. And I say that because I started training at his gym. He was charging me rent. You know, cool. I'm... I'll pay rent. How much is rent? Three fifty. I'll do it. I just need somewhere to train my clients. I probably had about two or three clients. One mm -hmm. day, um, one of his other trainers called out sick last minute and was like, "Yo, I can't run the class tonight." So he hits me up, "Hey, Jack, can you do the class tonight?" Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I'll do the class. I'll set something up. You know, whatever. Cool, I'll do it. Man, and Will probably had like over two hundred members at his gym already. Oh, so, so he was jumping. So I was to me, I was excited. I was lit, bro. Right. I did the class. It was great. He called me that night and was just like, "Man, uh, everybody's talking about how well you did class. Blah blah blah. Like they enjoyed it. Check this out. New deal on the table. You train two group classes for me. You ain't got to pay no rent. You don't get paid to do the classes, but you don't have to pay an overhead fee." Yeah. Most trainers probably would be like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. I, don't, I, don't, I want to get paid for classes. Right. I didn't look at it like that. I looked at it as, hell yeah, that's an opportunity because guess what? Nine times out of 10, 90% of those people who do group classes don't do personal training. So this is my way in presenting myself as a trainer, my personality, my technique. That's smart. Pretty much I can transfer you from a group class member to a personal training member. See, that's the separation right there between a person with an entrepreneurial mindset and exactly. a person that's just thinking about quick, easy money. Because, you see, when you have that mindset, you're able to see things like that. Not everyone is meant to be an entrepreneur. That's just the reality. I'm sorry. There are some that's people true. that is good at what they do, put it that way. Yeah. But it's just an eye for certain things, an opportunity 
that may be presented to you and you're able to recognize it in those moments. And then that helps you get into different situations, different rooms, different conversations along your path. Um, That's, that's huge. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted to highlight that because you didn't have to do that. And that could have been the pivotal point to where you're at right now. It it, actually, it was because at first people at his gym, they saw me, because they see me there training my clients, but they didn't know me. Right. So once they got to know me, it's a little bit different. And then mm-hmm. I guess I'll go back to where you want to talk about the grand opening. So my grand opening, my grand opening was huge. And mm-hmm. I say that because we had people from his gym that knew me that wanted to come to our grand opening. And then I just had regular friends and family and some of my clients to come to the grand open. So it, it was nothing but love, man. It was like a lot of my friends that who commented up under the post, they came out, they supported me because a lot of people were genuinely happy for me, dude, because they were absolutely like, really overcame. And I, and I'm just now finding this out. A lot of my friends just, I didn't know how many people I really inspired because of my situation, because they're just like, dude, if you went to prison and came home and did all of this, it ain't nothing I can't do. Right. That just, that, that just make that made them like literally. I had a friend that told me like, man, you you really inspired me to start my own business. And he started. He has his own security business, right, Chris? Um, shout out to Matt. And right. It's flourishing, and I I never knew that. You know, a lot of my like I said, I have man a whole bunch of DMs since we posted that video this whole week, and I'm just like, hey, yeah, y'all, you know, I ain't never know that. You just <laughs> never know, man. <laughs> you never know at all, man. So grand open is here. And everyone's here to support you. Now, now we're gonna get to the point where the following weeks after grand opening. <laughs> Say that again. How we're gonna get to the following weeks after grand opening. You oh, know, definitely. so like in the beginning when you start a business, it's like you get this spark. And that yeah. spark is only gonna take you so far before you end up having to strategize to get more people to come in. Um as far as that spark and you know it lasts you should have a strong support system so it'll last for a while but you'll definitely start to understand like okay look now i gotta try new things to get new people in um when you're in that part of the process what is that like for you um or did it never die down for you because it's not one size fits all for everybody it did die down but it picked back up real quick too, because like I said, I, I'm not just the only owner here. Me and my brother own the business together as well. So having him on the team, it's just all about marketing. It's all about how you present yourself. It's all about when that first person stepped through those doors, mm-hmm. how do they feel? You know, it's, it's about reviews online. Um, to Absolutely. be honest with you, most of the people that come here, it's not even really marketing. It's more, so, I'm not gonna say it's not marketing because my clients are marketing. It's yeah. word of mouth. Right. It's really word of mouth. And that's the best form of marketing because that's that's, the, that's, that's a business that grows itself. It's like, hey, hey I got a I got a dope fitness trainer, man. You should come work out with me. You looking for one? Listen, you gotta go try my guy right here. <laughs> fit by Jack. I'm telling you, one hundred solid dude. You know, that's enough, right? You can't pay for that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You can't. Yeah. That's a real relationship, um, a real report people have with you. Facts, man. So it, I, I totally 100% agree with you. So I, I really want to say it died down. It's, we really just kept the momentum going. And I think it's really just about 
how me and my brother, me and my brother are really good people. Right. It's all about that energy we presented firsthand. And so okay. when people were just like, our gym is very nice. I, I will say that. It sells itself. But then because of who me and my brother are, that closes the deal right, right. there with people. So that spark kept on going. And it's, we've been open for five years, man. Thank God. We don't make it through COVID. Um, yes. Yeah. Been a rough. Man, man, whew, I was scared of COVID. <laughs> oh, I'm just thinking about it right now. <laughs> COVID for a fitness gym Ooh, where they said uh, six man. feet away from everybody. Like, man, <laughs> I know that had to be scary. It, for it real. Was, dude. It was. That first. That I first mean, people week, just watching the news like I'm not going outside no more. Listen. The first week, I, I was chilling. I'm like, man, I'm on vacation. Like, all right. But then that second week, I'm just like, hold on. People start canceling their memberships. I'm just like. Oh, man. Not canceling the membership. But it's, it's understandable. Like, if I'm not using the gym and the gym is closed, why am I going to spend that money? And I, I thought it was the end of the world. So I'm just like, yo, we got to yeah. make something shape. But again, keeping that spark, me and my brother was already on top of everything. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if you can see my shirt right here. GSN 30. That's actually my online business. GSN Absolutely. It's pretty much a branch of BF consciousness. We get snatched in 30 days. It's an online app that I literally dropped during COVID. So wow. okay, you can't come to the gym, but you can do these workouts right here at home, pre-recorded workouts, meal plan set up for you. I can, you can contact me. It's, it's dope, man. It's so much that you can do on it. Like, Absolutely, man. <laughs> that was smart. And, it, yeah. and it's very useful. It's a useful resource. A lot of people can benefit from that. Yeah, people still using it. It's, you'd be surprised. It's still people who are afraid to come into the gym, come into crowded areas, which I kind of don't blame them, really, because COVID's still out there. <laughs> now, I understand um, personal trainer client privilege. <laughs> now... <laughs> Name to me. You don't have to say no names. I'm sorry. Go over a moment when you had a specific client that just hit you different. You know how, like, you have your client that have they they have their goals and things like that. But what was that one client that almost kind of broke you down when they really reached their goal because you knew how much it impacted their life? Oh man. Um, my girl Javon, yo, my girl Javon, she, I don't know if she's watching, she's, she's somewhere in Africa right now, but yeah, I'll say her name, Javon, probably, actually, I got two clients, Javon and Candice, mm-hmm. uh, I'll start with Javon first, Javon was big girl, um, kind of going through depression, smoked a lot of cigarettes, and, you know, just, just going through stuff, and Javon, Again, you never know what people go through. Fitness literally changed her life. Like, baby, I wish I could pull up a picture of her. She got snatched, yo. Right. She got snatched. But it's not just the physical part I was looking at. I started looking at her, the way she moved. like The the confidence. She waking up at 5 a.m. coming to the gym. Not only that, you actually waking up and getting started on your your other goals at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. You know, I can. I'll tell, I, matter of fact, I just told my client this that just left. I can tell a lot about a person by the way they work out. I can tell a lot. If you lazy in here, you lazy with your dreams and aspirations too. Mm-hmm. If you a dog and you a go getter, that's how you are in life. Like, you know, I mean, if you if you really want to be honest, serious, I, I can I can tell. 
Yeah. I can tell. And that's why I tell people this ain't just the fit. If you're working out, the physical aspect going to come. That's going to come regardless. Even if you bullshit on your diet a little bit, you're still going hard 100% working out. The physical aspect is going to come. Let's work on these other aspects. Let's use fitness as a tool to work on these other aspects. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so Javon is one, and then Candace, my really good friend of mine, shout out to Candace. She's been on, man, I've been training Candace even before I had my gym, yo. Uh, Candace went through some stuff back in 2000, I want to say 15, in another depressed mode uh, to the point she had to get on meds, and these meds blew her up. And I finally just had a real friend, heart to heart conversation with her. And like, listen, we got to get out this dark place. Try my workout. As a matter of fact, she was the first person that signed up on my online program. Mm-hmm. And and I, I wish I could bring her on live here and let her tell you stuff, but it, it, it changed her whole mood. Candace, Candace got about two or three different properties right now in North Carolina, South Carolina. Wow. You feel what I'm saying? It, it, it It's more than just the physical aspect. And to know it's that the, you had a part in that, like, that's a, that's has to feel that's the most rewarding feeling ever man it has to be it definitely has to be man um i got a question that came in from one of my managers of the podcast so i definitely gotta go ahead and acknowledge that one um he wanted to know does your um job affect your relationship with your significant other not at all not at all how do you Uh, balance that i mean between um, have because you know it's very time consuming when you're dealing with clients and you have to be there. I know yeah. from the um for a fact because I used to be a photographer and I had to be at the events to shoot. So when it comes to time with family and that that balance, what is that like? Um, so starting off, like starting off five years ago. I was on a, it was a different type of grind. It was 5 a.m. till 11 p.m. because I'm trying to get it. Right. Family, friends, loved ones, y'all just going to have to understand. This is where mm-hmm. I'm at right now. But eventually, I did have to find that balance to where okay. I told myself the last thing I wanted, I love, I love doing what I do, but the last thing I want to do is become a slave to my own business. I mm. don't want to do that. And it did take a while. It took me, it took me probably two years to find that balance. It's hard. So it, it is. It, it is hard. Um, yeah. But at the same time, it's like, this is my baby. I got to do what I got to do. Mm-hmm. You know, me and my brother both got to do what we got to do. You know, my brother's married. Uh, I'm sure he, he he finally found that balance. Um, yeah, it took me about two years to find that balance. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, what are your goals right now, man? What, what are you focused on? Um, man, uh, so much. Uh, like I said, the GSN 30 shirt, and I got my own, my own clothing line as well with that. I'm focused on that. I'm focused on my online program more than anything. I'm focused on expanding, uh, whether it's in this actual building or we're opening up another one. Um, I'm focused on doing more podcasts, more speaking seminars. Uh, I had a mm-hmm. friend that's been in my ear that's been like, yo, you have the voice, you have the story, open up your mouth. Go get paid for it and do your right. thing. So I'm a, I'm a little bit here and there, but everything still boils down back to the root right Absolutely. here. So. And go ahead and plug in your business, man. You got to let people know where to find you, where, yeah. where to call you, <laughs> where to email you, text you. Don't matter. Let right. them know. 
<laughs> What's up, man? Y'all already know where we at, man. We in Decatur, Georgia, 610 Valley Brook Road, North Decatur. This your boy, Ja'Cory Green, a.k.a. Fit by Jad, GSN30 in the building. Y'all know where to hit me up, 404-840-7128. Or you can literally just hit that link in my bio and literally have access to everything we have going on, y'all. Clothes, online program, group classes, personal training, bodybuilding, anything you want, we do it right here. Absolutely. Next time I'm in Atlanta, I'm going to check you out, man. man I'm going to come up, out baby. there and check you out. <laughs> pull up. Pull up, well, please. I, I definitely will. I, hey, look, my word is bond. I do not lie. When I say I'm going to check you out, I'm going to check you out when I'm in Atlanta. Pull up. I be seeing you getting it in. Yeah. Yeah, I've been watching this all out. He, he working now. He getting it in. I, I was doing this 21-day fitness challenge, man, and um. I got to say, it's been rough the last couple of days, but we working. Yeah. Over the last week, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> the last week. But honestly, bringing that up, I just it's just a lifestyle change for me, you know what I'm okay. saying? Because I had got to the point where I just straight up became like a, I don't want to say couch potato because I'm always working, but it's just more like not as active as I needed to be, you know what I'm saying? And it was like, um, I went through a hard time in my life, you know what I'm saying? I had COVID. I was on a ventilator for 12 days, you oh, know man. what I'm saying, fighting for my survival and all that stuff. Um, physical therapy, you know, starting from the bottom, bro. When I tell you, like, the bottom. You know, when I say people don't look like what they've been through, I'm starting to see that time and time again, bro, like right. over and over again. Uh, never, people don't look like somebody it. go through. Never, you never. You yeah. never know what people go through, man. Um, man, absolutely. Man, that's, that's that's a real saying. Yeah, and then so like for me to be uh, working out and all of that stuff now, that's huge. You know, uh, two two three years ago, I'm the guy that they had to like. My first round of physical therapy was sitting up in my hospital bed. Like I had to start wow. over from scratch. From scratch. From scratch, and then it was progressing to standing up. I remember. Standing up being so hard to do. I mean, I was just in the state of disbelief because I walked into the hospital. And then I ended up in a situation where standing up is hard work. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a that's a mindset change. And then, I mean, not to get too deep into it, I mean, it's like the humbling experience when you're used to being a go, go, go kind of person. And then you're stripped away from everything, bro, to the point where you are literally just there that's a that's a hard place to be in mentally where it's I like i'm just there facts i i i'm not gonna say i can relate physically but i can relate to a client he actually just come in my um my friend brian right here brian was actually in a motorcycle accident of uh, some years ago to where it pretty much it's messed up his whole physical activity right pretty much and I never really got a chance to talk to him about, you know, how does he feel about that? But, man, when I tell you dude came in the gym and was probably literally one of the hardest working people mm -hmm. I've ever trained. And I'm, when I say literally can't really use his legs, can't really use his arms, man, I really can't wait till he sign back up with me, man. 2017, Brian, that's right. It was in 2017. But yeah. he, watching him and coming in here doing his thing, it showed me a little bit about myself as well, too. Like, yeah. man, if this guy can really come in here after all that stuff he has been through, I may not hear one client complain about it. not one damn workout I give them. Right. Not one. <laughs> because Absolutely. 
that's a strong brother right there, man, for real. It is, man. It's a blessing to be alive. That's what I will say. If if anyone is listening to this right now, I want you guys to understand that the fact that you're even alive right now is a blessing. It's so easy because we're busy. We're always thinking about the next thing, the next move. Take a break real quick and just realize the fact that you're breathing is a blessing because there's so many people that didn't even make it to today. You did. Regardless of what you're going through in your life, there are people that did not make it to today. You are here, and you're here for a purpose. Whatever it is that you're doing, you may not have it all figured out because we, we don't have all the answers, and that's cool. But as long as you're working towards something and you realize that you're not going to take no day that you have on this earth for granted, you're going to be good regardless. Put God first in your life and let him lead. That's what I always encourage people to do. Because we, we try to take control of our own life and our own destination. But sometimes you got to let God just be the pilot. Man, and you sometimes listen. just got to be the passenger. He listen, got you. Listen, listen. You got to start preaching out here. Man. Uh, I'm, I'm just not, saying. Like, I'm you, just you, saying. You're speaking facts, though. Because, listen, one of my favorite sayings, I always tell people, your best understanding is going to get you in trouble. You lean on God's understanding, you ain't got to worry about nothing. Exactly. At all. Exactly. I, I and, definitely agree with that, man. And I always tell people this all the time, man. We have to remember that God is the author. You're mm-hmm. the main character in your book. And around you, you're going to have supporting characters. You're going to have villains. You're going to have all kinds of different people. But where you at in your life right now is not the final chapter. God knows. He he's, he knows your whole book. He's the author. You're the main character. You have to re- trust in him 100% because when you do this, you have to understand that he got your back. And that's one thing I can say about my situation. I was never alone. No matter how hard my life got, I always knew that God was there in my corner. Amen. I always knew that he had my back. And there's times we forget that. But that's mm-hmm. not on him because on we us. get distracted and we lose focus because we're so busy thinking about what we want. We don't, God don't turn his back on us. Most of the time it's us turning our backs on him Mm -hmm. and that we have to have that reset and we realize, look, we need you. You know, I can't do this on my own. I done tried it. And that's what most people do. They out here, they're trying it. They're trying to do it on their own. You know what I'm saying? They're trying. They don't, they're trying to do everything they can. God is really just that. Listen, relax. Trust me. I got you. Just trust me. Sometimes all he wants you to do is just trust him. Trust you. Yeah. Just that's it. And because, you know, at the end of the day, he gave you free will. So you can do what you want to do. He's not going to stop you. But he does want you to trust him because he got your back. It's just that we want to do it on our own. You know what I'm saying? So I say all of that because it's very important for people to be reminded of that. Because, like I say, in the world, we always get distracted. You know, that's just work. That's life, man. It's so busy. It's it's 24-7. You wake up, you're chasing the sun, and then, you know, the moon is here. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just over and over again, 365 days a year, especially if you got children, especially if you got kids. You just chasing chasing for a free time. You know, you just try to get two minutes. You know what I'm saying? So (laughs) it, it gets real busy. It gets hectic. Oh, 
Yeah. So you got to yeah. let him be the one that can guide you in those situations and remind I you what's really important, man. I, I agree 100%, man. Like I tell people all the time, you know, I, I look at me going to prison as a, it, it was a blessing in disguise because I was moving so fast. I was moving 24-7. Literally, this is what I heard in my ear. Okay, I'm going to sit you, I'm not going to send you, but I'm going to sit you still. I'm going to allow this situation to happen so you right. can sit still and redirect your focus on back on me. Right. And it, it, it took some time. You know, it took a good year or two while I was in there um, because I was, I think my second year, I'm praying to come home within that second year. But to be honest with you, the way I was still thinking, the way I was still moving, it, it was still the same way. It's called right. Department of Department of Corrections. You there to correct yourself. You had to renew your mind. You had, <laughs> had to renew your mind. I had to, man. So I always yeah. tell people, man, that was that was literally one of the biggest blessings in my life, man, because if I didn't, I probably literally would probably be dead the way I was moving out here. So right. I, I wouldn't we wouldn't even be having this conversation if I didn't go in due time. Right. So, but look at look at that, man. We here. We talking. Yeah. <laughs> you all, you all, billboards in Atlanta now. I see you, big dog. I see you, big dog. Those big things. Come on, man. Yeah, I appreciate it again, man. That's all my love, bro. I appreciate that seriously. Well, look, I appreciate you so much for your time today. Thank you for coming through the King Legend Talk. For the people oh, that's just tapping in, you can catch the replay on iHeartRadio. Download the app and then look up King Legend Talks up there, man. You're gonna see some amazing conversation. I always get the dopest of the dopest people to come on on the platform. <laughs> and you're looking at one right here, right now. His story is very inspirational. Yeah, and that's what we're all right. about, man. That's what we're all about. So I appreciate you. I'm looking forward to seeing you continue to be great, continue to walk in your, your success and inspire other people along the way, man. Most definitely, man. I appreciate you for having me on too, man. God bless you. Thank you so much for making it all the way through another great episode of King Legend Talks. I truly hope you feel motivated to go out and make your dreams come true. If you would like to stay notified on what's happening next and stay connected within the community, please follow the host on social media at KingLegend757 or visit our official website where you will find the video version of this interview at www.KingLegendTalks.com. Thank you so much for your support and may God continue to bless you.